0: Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hi, Desi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, (laughs) ma'am. How are you doing? Uh, Great. We have our top and only story today. Oh. Is, as promised, about Tombstone Pizza. Oh, (laughs) I was like, I don't know how much I can riff, Rachel, (laughs) thinking you just had one story. <laughs> yeah, no. I um it's funny because I actually did. Um, this is how like my brain is so broken from working on this Tombstone main episode cuz like we got part 2 coming up soon. I I was working on the mini and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm doing Tombstone. I forgot I'm doing Tombstone."
1: <laughs> so I had to go back to
0: my oh, article that I was just I'm doing a
1: regular mini. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I started putting together a regular mini. This is some real how the sausage is made moment for our listeners. Okay, I'm excited. I was inspired to do a mini episode about Tombstone Pizza based on this Mashed article I was reading called Tombstone Pizza, 13 Facts About the Frozen Pizza Brand Mm. by Acacia Dedrick. And Desi,
1: Mm. do you have a favorite frozen pizza company? Um... I like the I like the ones that the dough rises. Mm. It's like soft dough. DiGiorno, DiGiorno has that, and a few others have it. I think now, so that's like my favorite pizza. But no, I don't really have a favorite frozen pizza. I don't. I don't typically have it that much. Really? No, I don't. Um, I've bought like the California Pizza Kitchen one. Not that great, but I'll eat it. It's not the same as in the restaurant. No. So I would say that the ones I like the best so far would be those self-rising ones or whatever they're called.
0: I do love a frozen pizza for a last minute
1: dinner. Yeah. I do think it's, it's always pretty good. I I agree. I do have frozen pizzas. I just don't necessarily have a favorite one, I guess. They all seem pretty close to me. The ones I've had at least.
0: And for me, frozen pizza is not comparable to delivery pizza. It is its own entity. Yes. Um, I don't think you should compare it to it or say it's
1: just as good. It's its own entity. I do like ones that have like the bell pepper on it, like a veggie one, or a- well, I don't mind if it's with meat, but there's something about frozen pizza bell pepper <laughs> that tastes really good to me. I, I would never order it on my pizza. When I get a delivery. But yeah. there's something about it on a frozen pizza that I do like. I don't know why.
0: I love a DiGiorno too. I also was pleasantly surprised with a Paul
1: Newman. Oh, yeah. N- I've had that one. A Newman's own frozen pizza. I think that's the one I had with Bell Pepper. It's like the saccaroni. What? It's Soccaroni? called like the Saccaroni pizza and it's like sausage, pepper, and onions or something. That sounds good. I like I like a
0: Newman's. Newman's Own is very reliable. Like, if you're not sure of what brand to get for your pizza, your frozen pizza, or your pasta sauce, even, Newman's Zone's pretty reliable.
1: I also think they have a really reliable, um, their vinaigrette, the mm-hmm. balsamic vinaigrette mm-hmm. is like, I'll always have that in my fridge because it's pretty decent uh, salad dressing. Yeah. If you don't want to make it.
0: He's living my, or he, He lived my dream. He's (laughs) rest in peace Paul Newman. No, I I love it. He's like a celebrated actor. Good person.
1: Hot. Jewish icon. Yeah. And he has a line of food. That's what you do. You retire and you open up a little food business. Yeah. Uh, And he did it for charity. And he did it for charity. Let's get to Tombstone Pizza. Not
0: affiliated with Newman's own. If you're like me... And you, rem- you remember the tombstone pizza commercials of the 1990s. They had a particularly morbid premise for a frozen pizza ad. It would feature a man who was about to be executed, <laughs> who was then asked by the executioner, what do you want on your tombstone? One ad takes place in the Old West with a sheriff in a noose being asked by a cowboy dressed in black who asks him, what do you want on your tombstone? And the sheriff replies, pepperoni and cheese. Yeah. Another ad from 1992 features a mobster about to be executed. And the guy, the mob boss who's about to execute him says, understand this is nothing personal. It's business. Before we get started, what do you want on your tombstone? And the gangster jovially replies, Pepperoni and sausage.
1: I like the idea that this is a um, common scenario. Someone asking what you want on your tombstone (laughs) right before killing you.
0: (laughs) It's like, what's your last words? Yeah. Do you have any last words? What do you want them to say on on, on the grave? But that's not a thing that happened before this pizza commercial, is it? I think it's like I said a version of what It's a you, version
1: of that. what are your last words. <laughs> but they're acting like it's a common thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. The uh
0: there were several of these ads with the same premise. I watched several of them before I wrote this up. I, a lot of these I remembered from childhood. One of them I like is a, is a slight twist on it. It's from 1998, I believe. It is a pharaoh about to execute <laughs> someone inside of a pyramid, and he asks the man, what do you want on your tombstone? And the guy replies, I think you mean, what do you want in your tombstone? Because they're ancient Egyptians, and they would be buried in these pyramids. Was this the launch of their Hot Pocket pizzas? This was the launch
1: <laughs> of their stuffed crust I thought that was so clever. It's very clever. Now I'm kind of like fantasizing like they should have had like a wife coming in and catching her husband with another woman. (laughs) Did they? (laughs) I'm going to get to some of these variations. Okay. In
0: 2001, Aaron Paul starred in a (gasps) Tombstone commercial as a teenager whose parents caught him throwing a big party at their house. It was like the morning after, and he's wearing a sombrero. He's passed out on the couch, (laughs) and the dad is furious, and he bellows, what do you want on your tombstone? And Aaron Paul replies, taco meat with cheddar cheese, (laughs) because it was launching their new Mexican-style
1: pizza. And that's why he was wearing a sombrero.
0: Yeah. (laughs) There was one that I saw... um, because they had a variation of the ads or they had like a change in slogan, but they would still sometimes use what do you want in your tombstone? But it like by the late nineties, early two thousands, they would sometimes do Shoulda Had a Tombstone. So there oh. was one ad where a girl, a teenage girl and her boyfriend are hooking up in her bedroom and the parents come home early. And so the boy hides in the closet and the dad's like, Who's in here? Who do you got in your bedroom? Someone in here, and the she's like, no, daddy. And then you hear the boy's stomach growl. <laughs> and the
1: ad narrator says, should have had a tombstone. Mm. I feel like that's how I'd get busted, my stomach growling. Mm. Or caught by like a killer, like if I'm hiding. Me and too. And then my stomach would growl or something. So <laughs> embarrassing. So
0: let's get to the history of this pizza. Tombstone Pizza was a, founded in 1962. Whoa. Or it originated in 1962. Right. That was the year that the Tombstone Tavern in Medford, Wisconsin, began making and selling pizzas to its customers. They were like, how can we make some new income at this tavern? I don't know. Let's start selling pizzas. And do we know why they were called Tombstone Tavern? Yes. Because the t- the tavern was next to a cemetery. <laughs>
1: That's so funny. Because
0: this isn't anywhere near Arizona. Right. This is in Wisconsin. Now, the pizzas at this tavern were pretty shitty, but after the owner, Pep Simic, broke his leg in a dancing accident, mm. he had more time to perfect the recipes, and this new recipe for his pizzas were a hit with people all over town. Like, they went to the tavern. They're like, this is some pretty good pizza. Yeah. So much so that the tavern began freezing the pizzas and offering them to sell at other local establishments and eventually all across the nation. Oh. In 1986, the company sold to Kraft and later to Nestle. According to Nestle's website, the pizza's first slogan was the Italian pizza with a Western
1: name. So that's when they added the Western element.
0: Yeah, cuz I mean, they weren't going to change the brand name which they realized sounded really western, right, because of the town. I guess they could have had they had they realized they had two options at that point. They said, "Well, the tavern was named after a cemetery, but do we want to be mass marketing pizzas with the cemetery motif or do we want to mass market these pizzas with a southwestern theme?" Right. Those are our only two options.
1: But later on, (laughs) later
0: on, of course, in the 90s, they're like, let's bring a little morbidity back. Yeah. Let's give it a crime element. Yeah. So by 1990, the brand had switched to the iconic, what do you want on your tombstone, paired with these morbid commercials. Previously, the Tombstone pizza ads during the 1980s were very wholesome. They often used a montage of happy people eating Tombstone pizza to a very peppy jingle. It's like a really classic 1980s food commercial. Yeah. You know, the ones where a song is playing throughout and it's like, we love Tombstone pizza. And it's like... And like the family is happy. And then there's like a a sailor eating the pizza and then it cuts to
1: like a construction worker eating the pizza. Right. Every type of person loves it.
0: Every type of person they show the box it has the little cactus on the box. That's right. Because it's a Wild West pizza. It's kind of a confusing
1: branding. It's interesting though because Nestle bought it and had to work with it. Yes. And I do think they made the right decision trying to make it Western, but it's weird that they then went back to it. (laughs) Like, why not just stick with the Western theme wholeheartedly all the way through?
0: They did because the cactus remained on the tombstone box. But the commercials changed. Well, the commercials became dark. Yeah. And I guess the first one was a cowboy, right? No, it wasn't the first one. Oh, it wasn't? I don't know if that would It might have been
1: the first one. It. W- I, d- I watched several. I didn't see a date on this particular right. ad. It I mean, could that would been. make sense if it was the first one. But then they're like, these are great. Let's do more. Let's do a gangster next. There's so many of them. <laughs> There's so many of them. Yeah. I mean, I remember these commercials too. I actually hadn't thought about them until you mentioned it. I was like, oh, right. That's what those commercials were. Yeah. They were very 90s. They ran throughout the entire decade. Yeah. Like, And it's an easy concept to come up with different ideas for.
0: Yeah. It was like a variety of people <laughs> in
1: peril about to be murdered. About to be murdered, but also just like you said, like your dad, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. Like, what do you want on your tombstone kind of
0: thing? Like, it's dark. It is dark. There was one I saw with a prisoner on death row. Oh, my God. It's like, that's fucked up. Yeah. This guy's about to get murdered by the state, and the guy's like, what do you want on your tombstone? He's like, hmm, pepperoni and cheese. (laughs) So in 2017, disaster struck when a truck-carrying tombstone pizza crashed. A tombstone pizza spill? There was a tombstone truck pizza spill. Sadly, there were fatalities involved. This is from People magazine. Truck carrying hundreds of frozen pizzas crashes on the highway. Lots of pizza fatalities reported. A truck driver gave an Arkansas highway a pizza. Why are they using puns in this article? People died. A truck driver gave an Arkansas highway a pizza his mind this week. Department of Transport. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> this is dark. Department of Transportation employees were left handling a very messy and delicious cleanup on Wednesday after a truck carrying hundreds of frozen Tombstone and DiGiorno pizzas crashed on Interstate 30 in Little Rock, according to the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Though no one was injured in the accident, traffic was stalled for miles after the truck hit an overpass, ripping apart the trailer and spilling pizzas onto the road.
1: So no one was injured. I think they mean pizza fatalities.
0: That the pizzas died. (laughs)
1: Because they just said no one was
0: injured, right? I didn't read this whole article before I... Before but I, I think you got confused because they said pizza fatalities. Okay, I was so confused. <laughs> I was so confused because I just read fatalities and I'm like, why are they making puns in this article? I mean, I
1: have to say, I don't think they would be making puns, but that would be crazy <laughs>
0: if they were people died. Especially in People magazine because they're so like kind yeah. of wholesome. No, they would never do anything that kind of edgy. Arkansas Department of Transportation spokesperson Danny Strassel jokingly reported lots of pizza fatalities following <laughs> the incident. Oh, my God. Do you want to see a picture of this? This is crazy. Yes. Look at all these pizzas on
1: the road. Because that's my favorite truck spell. When we actually... Oh, my God. When you can see the food yeah. and it's not just boxes of food. No, we want the cheese on the cement. I want a bean river. A river of beans. <laughs> This
0: is crazy because it was a combination DiGiorno and Tombstone pizza truck. Oh, that just seems weird to me. That why was this truck carrying
1: two different brands of pizza? Was it just like this is the frozen pizza truck? I betcha. I wouldn't be surprised if they're all made at the same facilities. Like, mm.
0: although I will say that when I just visually Tombstone pizza has never looked that appetizing to me, but DiGiorno is pretty good. I don't think I've had
1: a tombstone pizza. I've never had one. For me, it's like the sauce can make or break. Like I need the sauce to taste good.
0: Apparently this guy who invented the tombstone pizza after he broke his leg dancing, right? that was one of the things he worked on and perfected was the spice combination in the sauce. It needs more oregano. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like to think of this guy doing a spice combination. He was really inspired by the pizzas he ate in Chicago. Oh, okay. Um, no, I've never had it, but I, I bet you it's a very basic frozen pizza.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's, I mean, there are certain frozen pizza brands that I'm unexplicably repulsed by, and I don't know if it's that their branding makes me grossed out by it. Sorry. Um, or if it's just the visual of it is not good. Like, I Which ones know, are you grossed out by? Red Baron. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know th-
1: why, but Red Baron grosses me out. That's like a restaurant, right? Is it? I think it I think it might be a restaurant. Like a pizza or Maybe I was chain? thinking of Red Robin. That's Red Robin. Yeah. But you know Red Baron pizza? Yes. I don't like the guy. <laughs> I don't like the mascot. I mean, I, I guess I am very um, swayed by the marketing in this case, right? Yeah. Like DiGiorno sold me with the um, self-rising crust. I also like the French bread pizza. Uh, we've talked about that before. That's Stouffer's. Stouffer's French bread pizza. Yeah, I do tend to like the higher quality brands of frozen food.
0: <laughs> I do too. Red Baron to me. Look, I don't like this guy. I think the guy is unappetizing to me on the box. Like what? Like he's like an old fashioned aviator.
1: Oh yeah, I've seen those before. So I mean, don't. I think the pizza looks bad. It's too. You know what I used to like was um, this is very '90s Boboli. Oh my God, Desi!
0: (laughs) We talk about Boboli in this house like every other week. You do? I'm not even joking. I was obsessed with Boboli. (laughs) No, we talk about Boboli a
1: lot. I'm not joking you. That's so funny. I was obsessed with Boboli. I loved getting those and making pizza. That's such a 90s thing to do. It's so good. I can't believe they even still sell Boboli. I know, and I see it. It's like, why have I not ever bought it since I was a child? <laughs> like, Because I feel like we've evolved past that kind of pizza crust. Because now you can just buy raw dough and yeah. make pizza.
0: And it's way better because the thing about Boboli, and you find it in the grocery stores. It's an already cooked pizza crust and it's shaped already in and it has a like disc. cheese
1: like that kind of orange burnt in cheese. It has like asiago shreds. Yeah, it's it's cuz it's dark brown in areas, right? Where so the cheese is. I've never had it before or I probably did as a kid at someone's
0: house, but I or maybe I had it at my own house. It's not bad. It just feels like the crust would be too overcooked by the time you put all this shit on it. It's not um
1: it's not exactly pizza crust. It doesn't it it's feels not exactly too dense. it looks it's dense. Bre- it's like a it's like a flat bread. Yeah. So it, it works with the stuff on top of it. Cause it's not supposed to be pizza dough crust. Like it doesn't look yeasty enough. It's a different product. I mean, I think if you go into it thinking it's gonna taste like you made your own pizza, it's just not that it's different. It's like a cheesy, um, crusty bread mm. that you put stuff on top of it doesn't even look crusty though it looks like well when you cook it it doughy. gets crusty When it, 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 it gets crustier when you cook it yeah maybe it is undercooked or parbaged we should buy one and try it out <laughs> I mean I haven't had it in so long but I loved it bulbly. people were making a lot more pizzas back then like at home the 90s was like um, it was like the golden age of frozen foods yes <laughs> cuz it was like elevated finally. There were ev- ev- el- elevated
0: frozen food options. Amy's was popping off. Ooh, yeah, Amy's. Ate a lot of that
1: at the broccoli home. cheddar pie. I'm obsessed with the broccoli cheddar pot pie. I used to like their hot pockets too. They're really good. Like their version. There's like a curry one. They have one. They I liked the uh pizza rolls. Their pizza rolls yes. are really good. They had like healthy versions of popular frozen foods.
0: Yeah. And they were pretty good. That's why it was the only frozen food brand at my mom's house. Oh. Where did uh, you get the junk? Your dad's? (laughs) Or your friends? I I got the junk at my friend's houses. Yeah. But at
1: my mom's house. But my mom did buy us Vianetta. Okay. No, I mean, Amy's is good. That's why it took off. Yeah. Because it was like the first good one. Right. I think. But yeah. They make a good frozen pizza too. I don't. I've had theirs for sure. It's yeah. like I can I can picture the cover or like the the mm-hmm. packaging. Yeah. But yeah. And Trader Joe's has some good frozen pizzas. I've bought those before. They do? Yes.
0: I mean TJ's always pretty reliable. Honestly, that's all I have. I forgot. I didn't realize it was gonna be this short. But that's I guess okay. this is enough time to take a break. Yes. And we'll get to more stuff. Bye. Bye.
1: Visit betterhelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash HCS. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying?
0: Big series finales this week, we had Succession and Barry.
1: Right. I'm going to watch Barry, so... I won't talk about it. Let's, I, the good thing about Barry is there's not a lot of spoilers. No. There's, it's
0: not like Succession where I was off of my phone until I could watch it.
1: Right. So let's talk about Succession. What did you think about the series finale? Um, I feel like I think about the series finale as I think about this whole last season. It's obviously incredibly well acted. That's an, we all know this. Yeah. These actors are excellent. The characters are great. And I mean, I feel like it was a perfectly fine finale. Yeah. Is it like blowing me away? Uh, story wise? No. Acting wise? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I loved I, I feel like sometimes the discourse is so bad on Twitter, it can it can dampen my enthusiasm for mm. things. Because I don't like some of the interpretations of this show are so bad <laughs> that it's actually infuriating. Yeah. Like there's obviously the Shiv girl boss, like people were upset. She didn't like full out win in the end, right? But it's like she did though, in a way. Yeah. If you're worried about that. Also, women can be evil and stupid and bad as well. well. I don't need every female character to be some hero or something. Like, people seem disappointed, much like Khaleesi, like with her story. Honestly, it's like I told you yesterday shows about evil
0: bitches are some of my favorite shows. I don't know why that's a bad thing. I don't need the woman to be heroic or empowering for me.
1: Also, it never was there. No, she. So I don't know what people saw because it wasn't there. She was always driven by her own self interest. The entire series. Yes, which is
0: fine. They yeah. all are.
1: Yeah. Um, they're all bad
0: people on this show. <laughs> Every
1: character is a bad person on this show. They're deeply damaged people who act out. Like, hurt people hurt people, obviously. Like, and they're rich, so it makes it even more unacceptable.
0: <laughs> it's also very difficult for me regardless of how well the acting is. Like, they're they're obviously, these are tragic characters and this is, like, it is a tragedy in many ways, Yes, this series. Um, But I don't feel bad for them because they're all walking
1: away with billions of dollars. Exactly. Now, the other criticism or complaints that really irritates me is sometimes I think people truly don't see how funny this show is and that drives me insane. Like the scene with the siblings in the break or the conference room after when the vote was happening. People were like it's so upsetting that Roman was so evil about the children and da 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 da. And I was like this scene was funny to me because they're such monsters <laughs> and it was actually making me cringe how fucking embarrassing yeah. they were. Yeah, Do you know I, what I mean? It was more cringe and like, Jesus Christ, these people are fucking... Pathetic. Pathetic. Yeah, like, it 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 didn't make me...
0: It's weird because I felt kind of similarly... I didn't necessarily think it was funny so much as I thought it was just a great example of how little perspective these people have and how yes. out of touch they are with the rest of humanity and just how pathetic they are.
1: Yeah, I was waffling between like... Like, I can think of a few moments where it was embarrassing, but I was also laughing that he would sit. Like, when Kendall was like, I'm the first boy, or eldest I'm boy. the eldest boy. <laughs> like, that was comedy to me. But then the, the next second, I was like, "Oh, Kendall, like, what are you doing? Like, well, cr- it was so cringy. Like,
0: it's what the show does best is it's funny while simultaneously also being tragic because these are right. tragic individuals. They are morally bankrupt. They don't care about anyone else but
1: themselves they're pathetic it's pathetic because it's it's like you can't help but watch this show and think you guys why do you want to like w- have be a ceo you yeah. could just be a billionaire i know fucking doing nothing that's like, the that's di- the dream
0: <laughs> our mutual friend amy had a great tweet and she said i don't
1: understand why any of these children want to work so much it's weird because it is, it is the psychological thing with the dad though. It's kind of like it's about that, right? Yeah. They obviously don't need the money, which is which pathetic. is still sad though, because it's, it's like just the biggest fuck you to him is not caring about what he created. Being like, I don't want to fucking run that business. You know who won? Connor. The con totally. heads won. The con heads won. So yeah, sometimes these like I'll see comments where it's just like that was just devastating and da da da. It was like it's all kind of it's all I feel bad for obviously for Kendall's kids but they don't even want to be a part of this nonsense yeah um so yeah I mean I do feel like it's like yeah that was probably the outcome that needed to happen as far as succession the succession goes no one really wins even the supposed winner he's not long for that job either like there is no winning I don't know what it
0: is about this show where it's it's so easier for me to have the kind of reaction you were just describing where I am i don't feel bad for any of these characters and, and they're monsters even though it's acted brilliantly and they all bring and they're just so, like, whatever. They're all fully realized human beings even though they're monsters. While I am able to feel bad for a monster like Saul Goodman at the end of that series, I don't know. I guess tonally it's totally a different show. Well, but even though Saul is like, yeah, you fucked up, and you are a complete monster, but I'm able to feel the tragedy of that more. I don't know. It's well, hard because to we see
1: Saul before he he gets there, right? Yeah, I guess that's why we don't see these kids, and they probably always were this, right? Yeah, because that's how they were raised. Yeah. So I can feel, while I don't feel bad for them. I can have sympathy for it where they are based on what their dad did to them. Yes. Like it is sad to me. Like Kendall is tragic. Uh, do I like him? No. Right. Do I feel bad for the boy who was put in that position from an early age? Yeah, I yeah. do. Like yeah, yeah. so I do have empathy for them, but it's just it's like in a it's a different type of empathy, I guess. Yeah. And they are so wealthy, it's kind of like, deal with it. You have money for therapy. <laughs> yeah. Like this is the best thing that ever could have happened for you to be kicked out of this company. Yeah. Like it truly is. Like uh, he's such a good actor. I know I though, love him. It is hard to watch, like, because mm, yeah. it it's cringy. It's cringy, though. It's more cringy than I feel bad for him, but then I can think of the child, who, whose dad told him he would run it all one day, and that being like this pressure that built who he is today. Um, he's such a douchebag, though. Like, it's <laughs> just like. They're all awful. Yeah. They're all awful. But I can see these broken people and have. It's like you kind of think back to the child and be like, that didn't have to happen. Right. This was created, and hopefully they do something about it.
0: Yeah. Will they? I Probably mean, not.
1: Because uh, they don't have to, right? They're yeah. going to succeed in this world. They can be this way because they're wealthy and not have to ever change, yeah, most of us have to change, or we won't we won't survive in the world because no one will want to be around us, yeah, like money I, lets you get away with it, yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, and of course, the show is obviously about like the cycle of abuse and like generational abuse,
1: yeah, like I mean it's an interesting thing, and this is a common thing in the modern world. The father truly was nothing and built this industry, whether he's good or bad is not really the point. These kids were born into it Mm -hmm. and they can never recreate what the dad did just because they're privileged. Yeah. They never had to work a day in their life and they, instinctively no, there's no like sense of like, I need to make this work or I'm going to fail because they're always going to have that money. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, like it's hard, I think, uh, not that I care or sympathize with people who have money who have struggles <laughs> about making it because it's like, who cares? Yeah. You don't have to make it. Like, yeah. That's why I just thought it was funny that last scene where it's
0: like, I've never seen someone so depressed about leaving an office with billions and billions of
1: dollars from this sale. Because it's like they don't even know what it's like to not have money. Yeah. It's not even on their radar. No. So it's like that's their baseline is being a billionaire. Yeah. So they'll still... I mean, the tragedy is it does show you it doesn't matter how rich you are. You still have this fucked up shit happening yeah. on some level. This like, hole in you. Yeah. And it's like the money didn't do anything. No. Because he knows deep down that he's a loser. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they all kind of are. Yeah. Uh, I think people had this hope for Shiv because she seemed like she did try to create this career outside of the family business and was successful in that. Um, But then she also, all of a sudden one season, whatever, I can't remember if it was two or three, I guess two, she wanted to be the CEO too. Yeah. And it was like, really? Why? (laughs) Why do you guys all want to be CEO of this stupid company? Yeah. And she didn't even like the company. It's about the dad's approval. It was just about him picking you. Like that's all it was.
0: Uh, No, she's pathetic. She fucking. I mean, she time and time again sold out. Like she she abandoned her morals, quote unquote. Like if she had any morals to begin with.
1: Yeah, I also was confused by people's confusion about her choice. It's like no, that's so obvious. She's pregnant with this man's child. Of course, she's gonna. Pick what's best for the child at this point. Yeah. Even though Tom doesn't own the company, he's just the CEO. I don't know what that's gonna he could be fired in a fucking next week. Right. <laughs> like, which will probably happen the first time shit hits the van, right? Like yeah. he's out. So no, it's like
0: the, the take I thought was sort of the most egregious was that someone thought that Shiv stopped the vote or voted against Kendall because she didn't want him to become his father. I'm like, she doesn't give a shit about that. Oh my God. She doesn't care about that. Someone thought that. Yes. (laughs) No. This is for her own self-interest. It's her own self-interest. It's not even about her child. It's for her.
1: Yes. In the immediate. But I I feel like there is something where she is starting to think about the child for sure. But, you know, I agree. She's probably also the type of mom who's like, what's best for me is best for my child, right? Like that type of thinking. I do like. I did like the speculation though about like what was the moment that she decided that she made her turn like was there a specific instance? I liked that kind of speculation about I like too. what it was. That was interesting to me. Yeah. Like and I do think there was something about seeing Kendall at the desk. Yes. Or like even when he did that they were like commenting on his big teeth smile when they agreed to it. Yeah. I was like yeah, it is kind of disturbing to see Kendall smile. Yeah. <laughs> Like it was sort of disturbing, it's true because he never smiled. No, and it was like it meant so much to him. There was a part of me that was like, I'm not gonna let you have it, yeah, like a petty thing. A I could petty see thing. having it's not gonna be you. They've already proven they shut her out when they have it, yeah, so they're idiots, yeah. They didn't know how to uh, stroke her ego, I think. No, uh, and that's their fatal flaw, those kids, yeah, wow. but. I also saw a funny tweet today that made me laugh. Where someone's like, "If you're like me and you already missed Succession," I was like, "Well, I'm not going to start missing it <laughs> till like next week, maybe when it would have normally aired or whatever." Like, yeah, it's like I'm not missing it yet. Ugh. It's like only when you kind of like, "Oh, wait, it's not coming back." Like, no, this is how I felt. That's how I felt about
0: Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. So I get that derangement.
1: Yeah, I don't. But I
0: just don't have the same emotional attachment to Succession the way I do. The Breaking Bad universe.
1: It's kind of shocking that people have an emotional attachment to it. Because it's more to me like I like watching the story. I don't necessarily have an emotional. It's more like entertaining to me. But something, yeah. else, something else could replace it for me that's I don't entertaining. Know.
0: I think certain shows or movies just sort of. Just there's people have either sentimental attachment or some kind of emotional attachment where you
1: feel like. No, for I agree, whatever whatever but not Succession. Not I don't succession. have it, to I I have don't it for have other it. shows where we talked about this, where we want to be back in that world. Yes. Even though we don't like The series like Dexter. Yes. I still like the world. Yeah. I just don't necessarily have that with Succession where I wouldn't enjoy a very similar show with different people. Right. I mean, it wouldn't necessarily be the same. I just don't have necessarily an emotional attachment to this show that we do with other shows. Yes. Like Six Feet Under, maybe, or whatever. Yes. Like if someone was. Although like I would maybe if 10 years later from now, people are like, let's check in with Succession. I'd be like, okay, <laughs> let's look at
0: the, where are they now? I'd be interested,
1: but, but I, I wouldn't I be don't, hoping it. I
0: don't have that emotional attachment the yes. way I do with the characters of Breaking Bad
1: and Better Call Saul. I just don't. Also, I would be willing to, I'm willing to watch bad <laughs> reboots of worlds I like. I don't know if I would watch a bad Succession. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll watch a bad... We watched Dexter. <laughs> we watched Dexter. I watched the Sex and the City reboot. Yeah. That was terrible week in, week out. But I was like, ah, oh, I like hanging out with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I will do it for certain shows. I would do it for Nip Tuck. Oh, 100%. Uh, like I don't know if Succession wasn't as good as it is as far as the quality of it the acting. It wouldn't work. It
0: wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because Succession, at the end of the day, it wasn't a... It wasn't really plot driven as much as it was like character and acting driven. Yes. And of course, the writing, you know. Well, the writing, yes. The, the
1: dialogue specifically. That informed the characters yeah. so well. Uh, I don't for know. sure. No, it's I, hard to explain. I, I like Succession. Don't get me wrong.
0: I don't know if I could really articulate into words why I don't feel the same way about Succession as I do about the other shows we talked about, but. I just don't, but I do know that there are lots and lots of people that do have this like deep emotional connection with that show,
1: yes, I think the thing for me also is once the succession has happened, there's nothing driving these characters anymore, like once the choice was made, it's just rich dicks, yeah, yeah, so I don't know where the show would go after this decision was made, yeah, like I well, don't know well, it's I'm sure. Over. Yeah, well, it's pretty much done. They don't done. have to worry about it. That's what you do. You don't have any I, in ideas. Fact,
0: <laughs> I feel more of an emotional connection with Barry than I do with Succession. Oh, interesting. I don't know what it's it is. It's probably cuz
1: you binged it in 2 days. <laughs> cuz <'Cause laughs> I was so
0: submerged. Yeah. Um No, I don't know. I just don't. Um Barry, the Barry finale was great. It's also a you know, a short series like Succession or relatively it's four seasons. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's pretty short, short these days. Short for American
1: and for a successful show. Yes. like these are not shows that ended because no one was watching them, and they ran it into the ground, or yeah,
0: or um, no. But I thought Barry was great, top to bottom. Um, like I said last week, it's so odd for me to like to watch a show that's like. A comedy, like I don't generally watch comedies except for right. Curb Your Enthusiasm, but this show has that perfect, like it hits that sweet spot that I like. Yes, and the premise is just so over the top and
1: whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I think you'll sure. like it a lot. The characters in I, sure it, are, I will. the characters in it are so good. Yeah, I mean, I know I'll like it. I just haven't watched it for some reason. Yeah, I wonder why. Like, why did we not watch Barry? Because well, it seems like right up our alley. It
0: was one of those shows that I was meaning to watch when it first came out. And
1: I heard about it. I'm like, that's right up my alley. Me too. I think sometimes when I miss the initial burst, it's hard for me to jump in when everyone's sort of further ahead than me. I also,
0: yeah, I don't know why, but it's great. I think you'll like it. I know you'll like it. Um so hopefully next week you'll have watched a few episodes so we can talk about
1: the whole your series. hot takes. The whole, I mean it <laughs> took
0: I, I binged it in like three days because the episodes are so short. Yeah. Yeah, um, I didn't really feel like it was fair of me to opine about Barry on Twitter because I wasn't like around. I, didn't, you know, I just, take that bow, you guys. I can't believe Barry's I can't believe over. Barry's over. So it's for been me, it two was d-
1: two days of the best series I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it was more just like I watched a really great several hours long movie.
1: Yes, Um yes. that I really you weren't, like Lived in
0: week no. to week
1: for years. No, yeah. I mean
0: I started watching Better Call Saul when it premiered and that was a weekly appointment TV for me for years. I think that's such a
1: different way of viewing something cuz I watched it I binged it before the finale basically. Yes. Yes. I just started watching it before the final season. Yeah. Um and I think it's a different experience. It's totally different. But all yeah. Um
0: did you watch anything else this week besides Vanderpump Rules?
1: Um no. We already kind of talked about things because our last many was pretty close to yeah. this one based on timing. Uh, no. Did we but talk just our about- movie? I watched our Movie Club movie. So oh. that's on Patreon now.
0: Yeah, if you want to hear us recap a bafflingly stupid movie, I mean, a lot of them are bafflingly stupid. That this we- one's
1: Netflix uh, made for TV, baffling stupid. <laughs> this is like next This one level. was definitely written by AI. Yeah. So that's Deadly Illusions. That's on Netflix. And then our recap is on Patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Um, no, I didn't I didn't have time to watch TV. I was busy. I'm yeah. cleaning out my garage. I have these um feral kittens I've been socializing. That takes up a lot of my work. I'm like literally taking I have I have nine cats right now. Does <laughs> he
0: Four four of them
1: are in my garage and I'm not really, they're not living with me. I mean, I'm not keeping them. They're fosters, Yeah, but I've just uh, accidentally, I accidentally got too many cats, It happens, but their care is a full-time fucking job. Like it it takes a lot of uh, work. So anyways, if you need a cat or kitten, let me know. Desi's got
0: plenty (laughs) of kittens at her house Um, because you also have three kittens that are living in your house. Those, yeah, I have three foster
1: kittens. And you're a large adult cat. I have my large adult foster. Well, and then he's I have, not a foster. No, I have. That's my senior boy. Om, Your senior Omzi. boy. I also have a foster, um, an adult cat foster. A, a mom, an ex mom. Wasn't he named after Omar <laughs> Little? Yes. Aww. His name is Omar Little. Little. That's Aww. his official name. Aww. Um So yes, you can tell I got him at the height of the wire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: Did you eat anything good? Um I did not eat anything good. Mm. Out of the ordinary. Devastating. I know. I'm going to I'm going to try to meal prep this week.
0: I the really... problem is I
1: don't have I need time to cook. Mm. I don't have time to cook, so I did a lot of stupid ordering. Yeah. My stomach's growling right now. I'm hungry now, so I'm going to eat I'm going to eat something soon. Something bullshit. Some chicken. I don't know. I I want to learn. I'm going to try to learn how to make some good salads this month. I've been making a lot of salads this week. I want to up my salad game uh, and get some good salads going. Mm -hmm. I I, I read an article or saw a post or something about creating these mason jar salads. Oh my God, Desi. They're so cute. It's so Pinterest. I know, it's kind of what Pinterest. What is
0: this, 2015?
1: <laughs> the mason really con- jar salad? They look really convenient, so you can make a few, because obviously mm. salad, um, but they're like ready to go. And then you can have different dressings ready. So it's meal prepping salad. It's meal prepping salad. They don't have to be in a mason jar. <laughs> That's just the way I see it, because then you dump it yeah. and like whatever. Um, but I want to have like salad stuff ready to go so they're easy to put together and some maybe a few good dressings ready to go like so you, homemade dressings so you're not doing what I did
0: 2 days ago where I post-mated a burrito from Rodeo Grill Express
1: well I'm look that burrito no was shame good. in that game that burrito was good <laughs> that's my favorite local burrito I got a hot Dave's hot chicken slider last night What? I never got the slider before Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. And it's honestly I would say bigger than a slider size. Of course So of course I ordered too much food Mm. because I thought they were going to be like a little slider (laughs) and it was like a sandwich. (laughs) It was like a sandwich size, but the chicken was really good on it. And there was like a potato bun, (sighs) Yeah, that squishy potato bun. That potato bun is so good. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to have the ability to throw a good salad together just like... 'Cause that's what always stops me. I'm like, I don't feel like chopping a million fucking vegetables and making a dressing. Yeah. So maybe I'll see what I can do there. Is that it? <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm
0: just uh the only good thing I had was that burrito from Rodeo Grill Express. I've still never
1: tried the Rodeo Grill. It's so good. It's I have a- almost gotten that sandwich at Cosa Bono like ten times though in the past four it's days. Great sandwich. The only thing that stopped me was, although, oh, I didn't tell you this. Oh shit! So I ordered the sandwich again last week. You
0: did without you, um, and it was soggy. Oh, they put it was it was soggy. It was soggy. That's weird. The bread was soggy on the bottom, and I don't know why because it was so perfect the last time when we got it together. It must. It, I'm just guessing that was a fluke. Or maybe he stopped at a place
1: before you. I should have done priority <laughs> delivery. Need that sandwich. That's funny because that's why I didn't order it. Because it's in my delivery range, but it's like the extra delivery range. It's it's kind of far. It's like five miles. So I'm willing to pay the tip sometimes. But I was like, is it going to be that good though? <laughs> it's going to get soggy by the time it gets to me. Yeah. So that's why I didn't do it. Because I was like, I'll just tip them $20. Like I want that sandwich and I don't feel like driving. Damn. I know, whatever, like but I didn't do it. I know
0: that's how I feel about I almost ordered all about the bread the other day, <laughs> but all about the bread is like far from my house. I hate so, I hate when it's in your delivery range, but I it's really far so I feel bad about I ordering it. I feel bad for the delivery driver. I don't want to make them drive all that way. Unless I'm willing to give them a huge tip.
1: And which I will sometimes I, am. I will
0: give them a huge tip if I if they have to drive that far, but will it be good? Too. Will the sandwich? I think that sandwich would probably still be good. It's substantial. That bread, all about the bread. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more just about them. I just don't. Even if I am giving them a big tip, I'm like, do they want to drive that far? I wouldn't
1: want to. clearly. I'd be annoyed. That's I'm
0: getting a drive I'd be annoyed if I was in if I was like on Melrose and and La Brea, and they're like this bitch in Echo Park. Wants a
1: fucking wants a sandwich. sandwich. Who is this bitch? Who is this bitch? Rachel from Hollywood crime scene.
0: Rachel from Hollywood crime scene <laughs> is demanding a sandwich from All About the Bread. Who is
1: this bread. posh bitch?
0: <laughs> and then you got to order a bunch of other stuff because like, I'm the type of person when I order Postmates, I can never just order something that's like one item. I have to order a bunch of stuff so it's like oh, worth too. it. It's worth it.
1: Yeah. No, I'll order enough food for three people for myself. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I should, you know, let me try this. I don't want someone just driving a sandwich to me. No, that's <laughs> why I do it too. And then I end up eating like way more than I should. I'm like fucking stuffed. Yeah. but um, then sometimes I save it. But yeah. Anyway, I'm glad you got it. That's 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 it for this mini. We are going to be uploading some
0: new stuff to Patreon before the month is over. And... And uh, we will, I'm working my ass off for the next few days on part two of Tombstone. So look, if I don't respond to your texts or emails, that's why I'm busy.
1: <laughs> Her listeners not you, Desi. you. I don't
0: know. If anyone, I'm just, this is a PSA for anyone. I'm yeah. going to be... She's my, in the weeds. My, I like, I don't even, I'm like stressed. Oh, shit. I'm stressed. It's, it's a lot. It's going to be a longer episode than last week. Okay. So Sounds I got good. a lot of work to do. Okay. Bye. We better go.
1: Bye.